Season 3, Episode 15. I'm DG McCullough and welcome to the Sage Sayers. This week's episode, reading from the medium, my digital content platform on why I always make time for art. Despite time pressures, and that for me is juggling motherhood alongside a career in journalism and academia, and now coaching and writing, I've maintained art most days. Why? Because art and creativity fuel me. They bring peace and calm and powerful guiding ideas. And this week's essay muses on how I've counted judgments and prioritized art no matter what, and the gifts and the opportunities that art brings me, which help me at work too. Gift 1. Art aligns with my values. Through certifying with the delightful Yale course of the science of happiness and well-being, which I highly recommend, by the way, I discovered that my top three strengths included kindness, creativity, and aesthetics and beauty. No wonder I decided that I quickly dissolve and feel lost without my art. If creativity sits within your core values, then research tells us to feel more happy and content. Honor these values daily for your ultimate bliss. Gift two, creativity and art improves my health. By that, I mean my physical health. Art and creativity, and in my case, that's abstract painting and drawing of portraiture, landscapes, botanicals, all on paper. I also work on wood, rocks, and or tile. All of this can seem quite indulgent, something that's a nice add-on, a privilege perhaps, but a surprising high blood pressure read at a routine doctor visit when my boys were still very young challenged this idea. I bartered with my doctors to let me experiment, bring art up from a weekend hobby to a daily one. One month later, how did my blood pressure read? Perfect. Art became my medicine. Spread this finding across humanity and who knows what might occur. European traditionally trained professional fine artists that I've met tell me that artists, musicians and writers survived the plague and other disasters longer than most. I suppose it's because their very livelihood brought calm and with that immunity goes up. Gift 3. Creativity and art connects me with others. Art can feel solitary, and yet painting and drawing taught me that children feel fascinated with adult artists. When my boys were young, really young, wherever I sketched or painted, parks, lakes, or even football games, children always gathered around, many insisting that I sign and gift them my work, which they hugged like a masterpiece. Far from selfish, taking time for art inspires others to do the same. I found that my sons, my two boys, stayed safer and felt more loved with me as an artist, or at least they told me so. 
I often chose rock painting because of the gradual process which requires space in between. Painting the base. Decorating. Lacquering. And leaving everything in between so things dry, then laying them out, became that visual reminder to come back and do a little more. It was like a beckoning friend. From this, my sons also learned creativity. From ages one to eight, their ages one to eight, we co-authored six photography books of our adventures and their love for trains, construction and trucks. We co-produced a documentary essay on my youngest son's tendency to bolt. We called it The Runaway Baby. Additionally, we co-created an illustrated book on a character. We named him Chicken Charlie. He was a young North Carolina boy who kept his pet chickens even when the neighbors complained. Via a YouTube channel, we captured on-the-scene spot reporting of my boys and their friends catching frogs, rolling through puddles in their big wheels, and when chasing ducks. This action-filled channel, which was really a collaborative, creative outlet for us as a group, but also for me as a reporter, became a quick hit with their friends. Here's the additional perk. And gift five, art helps my business. Surprising benefits to my work have come from my stubbornness to maintain all these years. And I'm a little nostalgic with this post because this month both boys are now in high school. So I'm in the last homeward stretch. But by maintaining art throughout my motherhood journey, alongside work and often busy work, I've experienced breakthroughs. My decision to go to coaching school and self-retire from academia came to me within a painting frenzy. Learning, experimentation, sorry, learning, experimentation and discovery. That particular breakthrough, which is perhaps my biggest yet, came from experimenting with a new medium to me at the time, which was alcohol ink on tile. I believe that I heard the voice of my inner sage to go back to school, to train to become a coach, and that voice came to me when etching ink from a tile with bramble. Clarity. Painting just a few moments can unlock blockers to all kinds of problems. That earlier example unblocked a problem that had consumed me for years. Accountability. I determined during my coaching training, during a guided meditation to meet my wiser elder self, to commit to learning portraiture, which was something that I really sucked at. Now, three years later, I've improved, not yet mastered, but certainly improved and feel more confident. Perhaps I'll do something bold, like a short video of me and my portraiture. And I think the final piece is the stamina. I really feel energized by sketching, painting, designing, and often sketch portraits between coaching calls, thinking and contemplating about the life and the mind and the heart of the person I just coached. I'll sometimes show the client the portrait afterwards, and they're absolutely thrilled. Why have I chosen art and creativity? 
and my journey with maintaining art, no matter what is my topic, for this week's podcast and musings via Medium. Well, it always ties back to my clients because they inspire everything I produce. And many, many are feeling that work is not enough to, to fulfill us anymore. And it really never was. But additionally, many are looking for ways to find that calm, centered approach to all the stresses around them. Many are also hearing through feedback from targeted managers that they need to show more calm and less fear when presenting to VPs. I believe that for our happiness, for our calm and for a centered approach at work, creativity must become a part. I know art has always served for me as one of the three legs of my stool. Without it, that stool becomes wobbly, tottering, and I'm no longer my full self. That reason alone incentivizes me. So for you, dear listener of this podcast, whether it's fishing, perhaps it's tennis, perhaps it's playing a musical instrument, or perhaps you're writing poetry and Farsi, make time for your bliss. You'll feel more balanced you'll feel more stable, and you may just find surprising clarity on big problems and when you least expect it. Thanks for listening to this week's Sage Sayers episode. It was really lovely having you with me on the show. Do follow our conversation on LinkedIn and do write to me at hangingrockmedia at gmail.com with your biggest communication challenges or you can find me on Calendly via my website, and that's hangingrockcoaching.com. Take good care, and I will speak with you again soon. Bye-bye for now.